What you are about to hear is a short commentary segment that was originally uploaded to YouTube, separate from any particular Rambles episode. Consider it bonus material. So, uh, Twitch has changed some of their rules on the platform, and it's got people pretty pissed. Justifiably so. This might be the biggest negative change for content creators in regards to monetization that has ever happened on the platform. Twitch has new branded content guidelines. On-stream logos are limited to 3% of screen size. Burned-in video ads are not allowed. Burned-in display ads are not allowed. Burned-in audio ads are not allowed. So you can see here, formats permitted with limitation, logos on stream. On-stream brand overlays are limited to 3% of screen size. So this would be a burned-in ad there. Formats limited or not allowed, inserted burned in video ads. Streamers may not insert video ads directly into their streams. And so you can see the entire stream here is covered by an ad, as if it's played by the streamer themselves. Inserted burned in display ads, streamers may not insert display or banner ads directly into their streams, which like popping down here, which is interesting because there are services that exist entirely to do this, like Streamloots, for example. I guess that would even mean that donations that are advertisements where something pops up and whatever that couldn't be shown either obviously the normal donations we do is fine inserted burn in audio ads streamers may not insert audio ads directly into their streams so i guess that would be like if you just had a video file of someone reading off some advertisement and you play it that doesn't work as well they do allow channel page panel ads products in the background of your stream links in chat discussing unboxing products and playing sponsored games which I do think is the vast majority of sponsorships that people tend to get on the platform, but it isn't all of them. And as I say here on Twitter myself, man, Twitch is really desperate for money. They are trying to influence brands to go directly through Twitch for sponsorships so they get a cut. Those who likely are most hurt by this would be events as they often have burned in ads shown between segments. So you've likely seen esports events or GDQ or just events in general where they'll say, we're gonna run some ads, be right back. Or they'll go away for like five minutes and there'll be a timer on screen. And during that, they'll show a bunch of ads to the various different sponsors. That stuff now, not allowed. I guess this shows how confident Twitch is in their dominance of the market. Either that or, as I say, their desperation, that they need to make money now. And so they're willing to take these risks that it might push people to other platforms. I am of the belief that no one's going to change platform over specifically this. Unless there's like some major recurring sponsor that they have that will not allow them to change to the allowed forms of promotion. And so the money being given by that sponsor is so good that they have to go somewhere else to, to continue. Why would they need money now? Obviously, Amazon paid a fuck ton of money for Twitch. And so Twitch is always going to be in a position where they have to justify their existence. They have to justify why Amazon shouldn't just try to sell them along. Amazon clearly makes a lot of money, but that doesn't mean that every aspect of their business can just lose money infinitely. That they're not going to want to eventually receive a turn on their investment or to be shown that there is growth potential in that market still to justify the continued costs that are incurred by running something like Twitch. What I'm saying is it's possible that nothing fundamentally changed except that Amazon's had Twitch for quite a while now as like, come on guys, uh, can you, can you show us that there's some growth here, some growth potential, that you're gonna start making money soon, or a decent amount of money, or, or what have you, you know? Who knows? Like, I, I don't have any insider information about the goings-on of uh, Twitch or Amazon. But obviously, this change doesn't really impact me, but I do see it as a negative one for creators on the platform as a whole. And it'll be interesting to see how events still can be sponsored despite these rules. Or maybe they'll work out some deal with Twitch, or maybe they'll find a way to give Twitch a cut. I don't know. We'll see. So we talked yesterday about Twitch's changes to how sponsored content would be working on Twitch. 
in that you can't have like burnt in advertisements on your live stream, whether it be video audio or logos and stuff. That's just to mean like, that like the ads have to be run through Twitch rather than me like putting them on screen on my streaming program. But of course this led to a lot of backlash. So on Twitter, after everyone savaged Twitch, Twitch responded, Today's branded content policy update was overly broad. This created confusion and frustration, and we apologize for that. We do not intend to limit streamers' ability to enter into direct relationships with sponsors, and we understand that this is an important part of how streamers can earn revenue. We wanted to clarify our existing ads policy that was intended to prohibit third-party ad networks from selling burnt-in video and display ads on Twitch, which is consistent with other services. We missed the mark with the policy language, and we will rewrite the guidelines to be clearer. Thank you for sharing your concern, and we appreciate the feedback. We'll notify the community once we have updated the language. I'll be completely honest with you, I have no idea what this means. It doesn't really specify, to me at least, what was communicated the first time that was wrong or what people misinterpreted. Like, what does this mean, prohibit third-party ad networks from selling burned-in video and display ads on Twitch? Isn't that what sponsored content is? What is an ad network? And how, what distinguishes that between just a regular sponsorship? Like, obviously, they got massively ratioed, like Opera GX, yeah, there's just endless different comments here being like, yeah, this is garbage. You knew what you were doing. I guess we'll see what comes from this, but I can't imagine Twitch wasn't aware that what they were doing would be perceived in some negative way. I don't know what they were thinking. It just, I'm very confused by this entire thing. People took it as you aren't allowed to have any ads that aren't done via us. And that honestly seems to be in large part true. Rather, they did leave open some forms of sponsorship that we could have in terms of like a part of our screen having a logo, like doing sponsored content for games and stuff. In other words, clearly they were meant to be restricting how creators were making money, obviously. And now to pretend like that wasn't their intention, I don't know who they're trying to fool here. Continuing to show that Twitch seems to be trying their hardest to squeeze any money they can out of their creators, Twitch will reportedly charge affiliates $25 for canceling their agreements. The maintenance fee will be the lesser of the accrued program fees for your Twitch channel or $25. So I guess it's up to $25. So it could be less. Not that I think that likely happens all that often, but I guess Twitch is just trying their hardest to cover any costs that they're accruing for basically anything. Like I wonder how often people cancel their affiliate contracts to the degree where someone's like, we're losing a lot of money here on affiliates leaving, so can we get some money? I mean, it must have been a significant enough amount for it to be on some balance sheet somewhere, but that surprises me. And yeah, obviously this just seems garbage. Affiliates already have basically nothing. It's like going to the poorest people in your community and being like, GIVE ME YOUR MONEY! For the longest time, it was not possible on Twitch for partners to multi-stream on multiple live streaming platforms at once. Like you could alternate between them, but you couldn't be on multiple at the same time. So I can't be on YouTube and Twitch at the same time, but I can stream on YouTube instead of Twitch if I want. But they've changed the terms of service now. And this change about simulcasting is called, now applies to everyone, like affiliates. For example, when you are streaming live on Twitch services, you may not simultaneously live stream or broadcast simulcast on any other Twitch-like service, meaning any web-based network platform or service that supports live streaming of user-generated content without advanced written permission from Twitch. For clarity, you may simulcast on mobile-first services that support live streaming, so like TikTok, Instagram. This section does not apply to non-profit or government entities that are live streaming for non-commercial purposes. Seem Twitch is just trying to cement their hold on a generation of live streamers. So that sucks. I'm not sure to what degree they're going to enforce that though. When these rules happen, it's like, as we've talked before, if something is against the rules, that will prevent at least some amount of people from doing it. Just because they worry that some harm may befall them. 
Of course, that only goes so far. If the rewards are considered good enough, then of course they'll do that. But I'd be surprised if they banned like even a single person because of this change. But with this potentially becoming common knowledge, there will be a lot of smaller streamers who avoid simulcasting just because they don't want to lose their Twitch channel. Or what do I know? Maybe there's going to be like one guy they hire named Frank who's just scrolling the internet looking for matching live streams between the d different platforms so you can just ban them instantly. I don't know. So Twitch, after announcing that they were... Who can even keep track what they were doing with this anymore? But they've announced that they're introducing a new Partner Plus program giving eligible streamers a 70-30 split of subscription revenue. Introducing the Partner Plus program. Today we're announcing the Partner Plus program, a new program for streamers to build towards as they continue to grow their businesses. This new Partner Program benefit will offer 70% share on net subscription revenue to streamers who meet the qualification criteria. Streamers in the Partner Plus program will receive a 70-30 revenue share on net subscription revenue, revenue from recurring monthly subscriptions and gift subs, for 12 months up to $100,000. To qualify, partners must maintain a sub count of at least 250 recurring paid subscriptions for three consecutive months. Once that happens, partners will be automatically enrolled for the next 12 months, even if you dip below the subscription threshold during the 12 month period. The Partner Plus program will launch on October 1st, 2023. Streamers that begin the qualifications criteria in July, August, and September will be enrolled in the program and notified in October. Our focus will always be on inspiring, growing, and sustaining Twitch streamers all around the world. We hope this new program demonstrates that commitment. When I became a partner, what was it, late 2016, I was told by my partner manager at the time, if I could consistently maintain 500 subscribers, pay subscribers that is, that I'd be bumped up to a 70-30 split for all of my subscriptions. So rather than the normal 50-50, it'd be bumped up to me getting 70 and Twitch getting 30. As far as I was aware, Prime subs and Gift subs counted in that number. And so after three months, that happened. And so for all this time, I've been on a 70-30 split. There was until fairly recently that Twitch announced that they were removing that. I think for anything over 100,000. And then did they say they were removing it? Like, I, I can't even keep track. So, so they said they were going to remove it, but it was starting later. Did it ever actually start? Okay, it started June 1st. So it's just started now. So for this month, I didn't have the 70-30 split after I made $100,000 or something, which doesn't make any sense. So if I had already made $100,000 this year on Twitch, which I haven't, I wouldn't have got the 70-30 split for any subscription revenue above 100K. And so I guess the new thing is that previously they were saying they're not adding anyone else to this scheme. So it was only people who already had the 70-30 split that would continue to have the 30-70 split moving forward. But it would only apply to your first 100K earned. And so the new announcement is, hey, we're now giving this automatically to everyone who meets the criteria. Everyone who meets the criteria can have a 70-30 split for their first 100K earned in subscription revenue. And then after that point, it'll go back to 50-50. This is all a super weird, annoying headache. And there are more details though. So you need to have 350 subscribers concurrence over the course of three months to automatically apply to this. You don't have to sign a contract or something to get it like I did back in the day. Now everyone just gets it automatically. But Prime Subs don't count towards this. I don't even want to read this. It's so fucking annoying. Why is Twitch so dumb? So reoccurring paid subscriptions counts towards your 350 sub criteria. You get the 70-30 split for reoccurring paid subs count for you getting to the 100k threshold. Gift subscriptions don't count for the 350 subscriber requirements, which I don't think was a thing back then. I think back then you could actually just get gifted subs and then meet this threshold. You do get the 70-30 split on 
gifted subs, and the gifted subs do count towards the 100k threshold. Prime subs, which are the free subs you get for being involved in Amazon Prime, they don't count towards the requirements to get 350 subs for three months. You do not get a 70-30 split for Prime subs anymore, but they don't count towards the 100k threshold. So the 100k threshold only counts for gifted subs and reoccurring paid subscriptions. This is so amazingly convoluted. In a world where other platforms are offering just 70-30 base, this is like you're trying to solve a puzzle to find out exactly how much money you can make or who applies or whatever. So basically, Twitch's announcement here is people who are already very rich will get more money. And we've specifically done this in a way so that all the lower tier partners who actually need the money won't get this 70-30 split. Like I wasn't sweating moving to 50-50 from 70-30. I didn't even think about it. I didn't think about Twitch all that much. Will I make 100K on Twitch this year? Maybe. I'm already a huge creator, relatively speaking for the platform. I don't need this money. And yeah, some subs are cheaper, that's right. So I, I probably won't make 100K. Like I don't know where I'm going with this, but to say that Twitch needs some wins and this is like really dumb. I kind of wish I had written something out for this section just because of how convoluted their system is. Like it seems fairly obvious that Amazon is sick of Twitch losing money and wants to either start making a profit or at least break even, whatever. And so they're having to pinch pennies, get more revenue from somewhere. And this is one way they're trying to do it. But it's obviously a really bad look with uh, the rise of competitors like Kick and Rumble, even though I still don't think they have much of a chance of uh, winning and actually taking a significant market share. It is still a very bad time to be doing this kind of stuff. So we ended here. Thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.